Hey everybody, it's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company, and welcome to these lovely ladies who are showing up. They are showing up for themselves to learn about the 2022 Goal and Action Plan Workshop. It's called the Goldilocks Approach. And you're going to learn why it's called the Goldilocks Approach. Susan, were you on last year by any chance? I think I might have been. I know I, I was on for the habit tracker, so I don't know if it was the Goldilocks one yes. or if it was another one. So It should be the Goldilocks one because you guys all should have gotten a copy of two things before we go too far. The year in review, you should all have this. It doesn't matter to me if you print it off. I'm going to read the questions throughout. Perfect. Lori did hers and filled it out. We're not going to be going over this very much today. Um, but you need it in order to move forward, okay? And then the other form, now mine's going to be colorful. The other form that you should have as a takeaway, and if anybody's catching this on the replay or if you just so happen to be catching this on the podcast or if we decide to post it up on YouTube and you're catching this a little bit later, DM me, message me, I'll get you these papers um, so you can move forward properly. But the habit tracker as well, which we will definitely get into today. Everybody's habit tracker is going to be completely different. But off camera, before we got started, I want to say Lori had said something to me, and I'm going to put her on the spot, and she doesn't need to answer. That's totally fine. But you had mentioned, Lori, that you took a few minutes and reviewed last year. I did. Okay. And what did you share with me? I said I was disappointed with the year in review with the year in review. And that's that sheet that I gave you, right? Correct. So are you comfortable and you don't have to, I'm not, are you comfortable sharing why you were disappointed? Yes. Okay. So I can do that. I moved into a new home, which was really great, but I moved into a new home during COVID. So my work was all remote. I did not have a chance to meet my colleagues. I didn't have any friends in this um, city, didn't know many of my neighbors because I moved December um, 30th. So it's just coming up to a year. Um, that was in December. March, my brand new car that wasn't even six months old went in for um, regular maintenance at the dealership. They picked it up. They were bringing it home for me. They got into an accident with my car. Um, July came around after I got my second vaccine. I ended up with edema. My thyroid levels plummeted. And my limbs were swollen. No one had any idea why. Um, and then my dad died. August 31st, the day after I started school. Wow. Um, and I took on a part-time job, which I love in April, but I guess everything was just a little bit too much. I was making lots of mistakes, back on track now. Oh, and I probably gained over 50 pounds in a year. Right, Not doing much exercise, so when you look at all of that on one piece of paper that isn't too large, you think, 
holy shit, what happened? I love, I love the honesty. And I am very sorry for everything that you went through last year. It seems to me based on what you're sharing and, and this isn't a coaching session right now by any means, but it seems to me like there was one hit and then another and then another with very little time to catch your breath in between. So and one I had mild depression diagnosed in September after dad's death. And by November, I was starting to feel a little bit better that had actually decreased. So I, I used that as a positive example. Um, yeah. But it's scary. And especially when you're alone. So all of that is so much for you to have gone through. And I know, I know we all have different stories that pulls us through when it comes to making change, when it comes to changing your outlook, it's going to be one small step at a time. And that's how we're going to have success. I know student Susan and I have known each other for over a year now, and I know we've been working a lot more closely together over the last nine months, specifically in different areas. And it is truly, and I know I've known Jane for years as well through fitness classes, but my point is it is truly one foot in front of the other and do what you can today. So everything that you went through, and this is the same for everybody else, there's value that you learned. You learned how strong you are. You learned most importantly that whatever you were going through was like a temporary dark cloud and that too shall pass but we don't see that in the moment. We just beat ourselves up and that's where the depression cycle kicks in because we're feeling not enough. We're feeling like we haven't done enough or that we're not rebounding quick enough um, or we just can't find our footing. So keep that in mind as we're progressing with today's tonight's um, workshop because when it comes to goal setting, You've all heard the story of the Goldilocks and the three bears, right? Not too hot, not too cold, but just right. Sometimes when it comes to goals, actually more often than not, when it comes to goals, we set them so high that we don't know where to start. It's much. And we're going to work on finding something that's just right for you. So first thing we're going to chat about, let me flip the... Um, Screen sharing on. Perfect. Perfect. All right. We did this already. Okay. So thank you very much for joining us today. Um, I wanted to say um, when it comes to setting goals, New goals require different habits. If you repeat everything you did last year, you are not going to get any different results than what you have right now. Okay. So when it comes to setting new goals, we're going to think differently and we're going to get inspiration from different places. I say it every year, but it never gets old. We've got to plan and you have to be consistent. If you want to see change, you have to take consistent action. Um, 2020 was no joke. 2021, we just heard from Lori was no joke. It was no joke for us either. But here's the thing. We all found a way 
to show up still. We all found a way right now to make this a priority and that you should definitely give yourself a pat on the back for. It's Monday night, the week of Christmas. If there's anything else we could be doing, but you're showing up to, to do something different for yourself. And some of that is because of resiliency and some of that is because you are just ready for that much change. So we're gonna get started. Okay, as we're going through today, and you can jot these down, why is it so important that your tomorrow is better than today, yesterday, or last year? And you don't have to answer this now, but again, write it down. There's gonna be a lot of things we talk about that I, oh, look at my, look at my spelling here. Um, <laughs> I'm human, that's okay. It happens. Um, all right. So why is it so important that your tomorrow is better than today, yesterday, or last year? What makes this time different? What is it about this time that is encouraging change? You know, for some people, they want to be off their medicines. For other people, they want to lose those 24 pounds based on that, that um, newsletter I sent earlier today. For some people, they just want more money in their bank account. It doesn't matter the reasons. We are going to be touching on those four elements in terms of um, examples. So mindset, meals, movement, and money. We're going to be touching on those because those are great examples that we can all relate to. So what do you expect to learn or to get out of this session? If you have anything there, you can jot it down. How do you plan on applying it? And this is the golden question. How are you going to stay accountable? Because without accountability, we're not necessarily going to get anything done. How many of you have made New Year's resolutions before? Yeah, most of us, right? And have they always come true? A little bit, maybe a few, but maybe not all of them, not as much as we would like. Right. And here's why. Typically, this is what happens with your goals. Expectations, embarrassment, fear of failure, fear of success, judgment from others, and fear of the unknown. This right here is why we are afraid to jump in with both feet when it comes to doing something new or completely reaching for those goals with everything. Wayne Gretzky, actually, this is my favorite quote. It has been for years. I'm not even a big, big hockey fan, but it is so true. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Take the shot. You don't know where it's going to get you. Take that trip. Join that class. Write that book. Invest in yourself. You know, this workshop is free and I do a few free things a year, but you guys again are showing up to, you know, you're going to get value out of it. But for the other people that may or may not check the recording or may not do any of the work, but yet filled out the information, they're not investing in themselves. When you invest in yourself, you get that back 10 times and it implements other areas of your life. So let's take an example of losing weight. Losing weight, you're going to have more energy. You're going to make healthier food choices and you're going to have a lot more confidence 
and you're going to be so much quicker to make decisions because of that increased confidence. Who else do you think is going to be impacted by that? Well, your spouse, your coworkers, your students, if you're a teacher, your peers, it has an impact on everybody when you start taking care of yourself and doing the things that matter to you. Follow your heart's desire and live your passion. Make your life memorable. Expect to fail, fail again, fail forward, but take that shot. Become who, are you, who you're meant to be and make 20, the rest of 2021 your year or even going into 2022 because you definitely have it in you. You definitely have it in you. So I love this graph right here that we're jumping into. How clear is that picture? It's not, <laughs> it's not clear at all. And for those that are not able to see the, um, the video recording of this, there's a gentleman walking down the highway with four different signs and a whole bunch of different interchanges happening. And it's a very clear picture of not knowing where to start. Because in most cases, we don't know where to start. We don't even know where we want to start with setting our goals. So paying attention to how we set our goals makes us feel like when we're achieving them, it makes us feel more like achieving them. And when we do achieve them, it makes us feel good about ourselves. It always feels good to accomplish something. Jane and Susan, this one's for you. How good does it feel to accomplish a workout class at Fusion 45? Really good, after, especially after last week's. <laughs> <laughs> and you're walking again, right? Yes. So yeah. when I met Susan, you know, there was no way she could have done a 45-minute fitness class. No no. And, and she shows up every week with a smile on her face, ready for more. Um, the more fun, creative, and engaging you can make your goals, the greater the chances are that you are going to stick with them. It doesn't matter if, if it's finances. It doesn't have to be dry and boring. Maybe you want more money in your bank account. I can help everybody. And, and with this particular workshop, I am offering everybody a free coaching session to help you with the goal planning and the goal setting. Today, you can write down your notes and things that come to mind. Definitely, if you're listening to this audio or um, video or you're catching this on the replay, you still get a one 45-minute session of helping you set your goals and create your habit tracker. But today's workshop is definitely going to give you a clear picture of where you want to go in the future. We're going to use the law of attraction to draw more of what you desire into your life. And we're going to create an easy to implement plan that'll help you stay focused and on track, making the rest of the year and into next year the best year yet. Now, life is still going to happen. I'm not saying life's not going to happen. But you're going to conquer some of these goals along the way. So what you're going to learn is about making SMART goals. And I'm sure we're all familiar at this point what SMART goals are. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So I don't know if anybody caught my newsletter that I sent out today, but it's about losing 24 pounds by March. Okay? That's timely. If, if you were to just reach out to me and I want to lose 24 pounds and that's it, there is no date on it. You want to be as specific as you can when it comes to making your goals. You need to understand 
why making these goals matter to you. What is it that you want by these goals? What is it that you are working towards and why does it matter? Now, I don't have my coffee cup in here tonight. This is normally where I jump into that, but you all know what my goals are. I am working on that cottage dream every single day. I make a choice and take action towards my work for that cottage life that I'm trying to achieve. But here's the thing, and, and I'm going to stop screen sharing for just a second so I can have my screen a little bit bigger. Having that cottage life that I'm dreaming of so bad, how would you describe that? What are some of the words you would use to describe a cottage life? Peaceful, relaxing. Peaceful, relaxing. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Retirement. What was that? Retirement. 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 Yeah. Perfect. Any, anything else you're thinking of? Uh, rejuvenation. Yes. Okay. So you take all of those words and nowhere in those four words that we came up with does it mean hustle and bustle and work 10 hours a day. Where do you think my biggest problem is right now? <laughs> hustling and bustling and wanting to work all day because at 48, this is all I know. But I am able to create my own calendar right now. And by creating my own calendar and setting the expectations for my life, it means there is more of that downtime that I'm not used to. I need to adapt. Yes, I watch my grandson for two days a week right now. Yes, it seems like it's a little bit of an early retirement. But who's to say retirement's all that grand anyways? <laughs> right? We, we just stop. And I'm not planning on stopping. For me, it's going to look different. But it's that slowing down piece that I need to work on in order to effectively reach that goal. It makes a big difference. I encourage you as we go through tonight, you're thinking about the things that you want to accomplish to actually think differently. And if you're stuck on something, you know, definitely put your hand up, pause, we'll answer them as we go, just to help you get to that next level. Every single time I choose a coffee cup in the morning, I am thinking of that cottage. Every action I do for work, I'm thinking that's gonna bring me closer and closer to that cottage that I want, that lifestyle I want. Every time I'm with Hudson, it doesn't matter if it's with Hudson or with a girlfriend, it's the same thing I could be doing at the cottage. Don't worry, I plan on working at the cottage too, you know, workshops, retreats, getaways, <laughs> but it's more exactly that rejuvenation and that relaxation. It's not the hustle and bustle that we have become so accustomed to. And where does that get us? Tired? <laughs> Exhausted? Reaching for the wine? <laughs> or whatever? Um, no pep in your step. No get up and go. And Jane, I mean, you knew me before when I was teaching all of those classes. I was worn out. I had even said to Tony before, I was teaching 23 classes. And I said, I don't even remember sleeping. I'd be going to bed, having a bath, or have a bath after my class, sit on the couch, go to bed, and wake up at like, so to teach again at six. So resting is so important. So don't undervalue the little steps that it might take to get to that goal. Yes, are is hosting free workshops going to help me get to my cottage? You never know. But I am so inclined to share the information because it's going to help you reach your goals. 
and then I'm going to tell all your friends, and they're going to come to my workshops, and then I'll be presenting all the time. And then they'll all come to the retreats. You see how this is working? So <laughs> that's, again, how I want you to think. The universe does not care how we receive anything. It's not up to us to understand the how. But if we don't put our intentions out there, if we're not clear about what we want, we're never going to get it at all. You might have a financial goal to have $10,000 in your bank account. And that's not up to you to figure out how you get that. You might work hard on your side business. You might work hard on your job. You might do two jobs. All, you are working towards that goal. But suddenly something happens and it shows up. That's your hard work paying off in a different way. Whew, we're gonna have we're gonna have to control my my passion today and container this because I'm gonna jump through the screen and give you all hugs, make your goals and dreams come true. Everybody with me so far? Yep. Okay. Yep. Awesome. So here's the big difference this time. Now we know why it matters. We're understanding that these are smart goals. We're never gonna change the time of our or sorry, we're never gonna change the goal but we will push out the time. So the timely part is a variant that can move. The Goldilocks approach, we're gonna dig into this quite a bit, putting an action into a schedule. So scheduling your action pieces and follow through. It's easy to do things, guys, when nobody is paying attention. Who cares if I didn't get on the exercise bike this morning? Me, I'm the only one that cares. And since Susan didn't call me and check up on me, she doesn't care if I was on the exercise bike this morning. But last week we had a chat and I'm like, oh, I'm debating on getting on the bike. And she's like, yeah, you better get on the bike. And this morning I had that same dialogue in my head and here's why. Getting on the bike doesn't impact anybody but me. But when I push myself first thing in the morning to do something that I feel I cannot get through in that moment, I can accomplish anything that day. Anything. I can accomplish the downtimes without overeating or thinking that I need to be working. I just made it through a physically hard thing. It sets my day in motion. Again, I'm sharing some of these examples. I'm gonna be sharing some for myself or some from clients. But I wanted to share with you that we're all going through something and we all have something that we want to achieve or we really wouldn't be here on the call today. So your next goal, this is really in the way. My, my picture of us is totally in the way. <laughs> and then otherwise I just have that one little picture and it switches faces each time, but that's okay. So we're going to create a perfect plan for people juggling entrepreneurship, a career and a life that you love. And I said parents on here, but it, it doesn't have to be parents um, by any means. You know, if you're a 40 something year old parent or a 50 something year old parent and you've got aging parents or you've got kids or you're an entrepreneur or you're building your career, it still doesn't matter. You are wearing so many hats on the daily basis that it is very easy for you not to stop and budget time for yourself. And that's what we're gonna do differently. 
So with today's workshop, you're going to, these are some of my goals. And this is what having that cottage means to me, achieving time freedom, whether it feels like rejuvenation or retirement, balanced energy. So for me, balanced energy means that I am in good health. You know, it doesn't, I'm not saying I'm a, um, a certain size, but I am in good health. I am happy. I eat well. I can move my body. That's what balanced energy means to me. And elevated finances, well, you know, that $10,000 is sitting there. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> Whatever your goal is, you know, where you don't have to think twice about things. You can just help and give and serve and purchase. So I know you are super excited to begin, but before you do, take a minute to put some small details into perspective. Start where you are. And I want you to take a minute and write this down. Just jot some notes. What does a typical, a typical day look like from sunrise to sunset? And, and again, you can just jot some, some notes here. We can move on to the next screen. There's plenty of plenty of things you can write out. And again, you can write this out and come back to this. We can work on this together. But think about how the following pieces fit into your day. The demands, the demands that everybody else has of you. And if, if you live by yourself, you might not have any demands. That's okay. Maybe you have your own demands. Maybe you have demands of your work that expects you to check messages before you get there. It doesn't matter. It's going to be different for everybody. And these might not apply to all of you. Some might apply to some of you. Is there a morning rush? If so, what does it look like? The morning coffees, what is your energy? How are you fueling your body? That's what I mean by the morning energy or the morning coffee. Is it literally a cup of coffee? Is it a breakfast? Is it a tea? Like, what is your fuel of the moment right there? You notice nowhere in here says anything about working out. We're just getting a highlight. Next, I want you to think about when do you have an afternoon slump? The stress eat crash cycle. If that applies to you, what does it look like? Are you stressed out when you come home from work? Are you stressed out when you get to work? Um, are you stressed out all day long because you hate work? <laughs> Whatever it looks like. Dehydration. Dehydration is water, non anything non-caffeinated. Well, not anything non-caffeinated. Um, no alcohol. The snack table. So again, if you're at work, is there a snack table? Is there a beverage cart? Not a beverage cart, but a, um, I guess like a beverage cart. Is there like a a kitchen at or one of those food trucks that come around is there a snack time you no know, smokers take a break 
three or four times a day to take 15 minutes and take a time out out of life. Are you doing the same thing, but eating? And then what does your nighttime routine look like? Here, we're just highlighting what is important, um, possible triggers. These are possible triggers. So again, this doesn't talk about affirmations or gratitude or journaling. This doesn't talk about any of that. This just talks about this particular section right here. These are your distractions in life. Or they're either going to hinder you or help you. What is your why? Focus on your big why. This is what will motivate you when you don't feel like following through. Why do you do what you do? Is it for your family? Is it for your health? Do you have a big dream? Do you want to travel? Is it financial freedom? Because maybe you're sick of everybody else's story that you are holding on to. Is it your career? Are you one of those people that really want to climb the corporate ladder? Nothing. So, and I should have prefixed this at the very beginning. There's absolutely no judgment with anybody and where your dreams are taking you. If you can dream it, you can accomplish it. You just have to believe in yourself and we're going to work on those steps to get there. So does anybody have a big dream they want to share or a dream here that they want to share? No, that's okay. And again, I don't mean to be putting on the spot. So I'm going to share my big dream of the coffee cup, which has led to the cottage. Part of that big dream, part of the realization for that is I grew up with mom and dad both working. And our vacations were driving 14 hours to go watch TV in a different language. Luckily enough, I spoke French, so at least I could understand the TV. But my brother, on the other hand, didn't. So this was our vacation growing up, or it was camping at a local campground so my dad could still work. I'm sure there's many people that can relate to having to go visit family or having to go camping. And, and these are still privileges. I mean, I'm lucky to say I've been to Quebec. I'm lucky to say that we were camping and I do enjoy camping. I mean, I like camping now. <laughs> I like a cottage now, but the outdoors and the woods and the um, nature probably stemmed from there. My parents did the best that they very, that they could. And as a single mom raising the kids in and out of our hiccups of life, I still have never taken them anywhere spectacular. Our biggest trip is when I took them to Calgary to watch Renee graduate when she decided to move out there the year before. Right. And I'm very proud of that. I'm not taking anything away, but I took my parents' story of not having enough, not enough time, not enough money, can't step away from work. And I applied that to my life which is why that cottage is so important to me. It is a memory maker, not just for my family, but other families can come and spend a week there if they really can't get away and go far. Okay. It's a place that I'm planning on leaving. I don't care how long it takes me to get there. It doesn't have to be this year or next year. I want to be making strides towards it, right? Because I want to be able to enjoy it. But I plan on Airbnb in it, even unofficially, friends, family, whatever. 
I plan on hosting retreats there. I plan on taking our blended family and going whenever with whoever. This is something I want to leave as a legacy to my family. But now you will know my why. I want you to think of your why that deep and that passionate when it comes to your goal. I move the needle daily towards my goal. I have to. I do something daily. And sometimes it doesn't seem like I'm getting anywhere. But I definitely move the needle daily towards my goal. Allow your why to motivate you to do the work. To up-level your behaviors and your mindset so they are congruent with your goals. Can you imagine me doing a coaching session as I'm staring out of the lake, watching the waves? How relaxed would I be as a coach when that is my biggest distraction? Okay. But you can feel, I know right now you can all feel my why. You all understand where I'm coming from. I want you to be able, and you don't have to, you don't have to communicate this to anybody, but even in your journal, even when you are putting it together, I want you to be able to clearly communicate it on paper. It's going to change. My goal didn't start off as a cottage. My goal started off as a coffee cup. It wasn't until this year that I realized where I was drinking that coffee. On my podcasts and on different talks, you guys will normally see me with my coffee cup in here. I'm surprised I didn't bring one. I didn't even think of it tonight just because I had heads and we were eating dinner. So when I choose my coffee cup of the day, how I know I've made it is when that is the hardest choice I have to make. For me, when choosing my coffee cup of the day is the hardest choice, it means I've reached elevated finances. My bills are paid. I'm not worried about money. Balanced health. Right? I'm not worried about my weight. I'm not sick. I'm not worried about anything because the hardest decision I have to make is that coffee cup. And my time is my time. That's what I'm working towards, those feelings. And again, if you don't know what to use, you can use mine until you find your own. You can start leaving yourself open to different cues as to what works for you. But allow your why to motivate you to do the work. It's going to help you up-level your mindset and behaviors. So let's go back to that cottage life for a minute. Would it make sense for me to be at a cottage if all I'm doing is working and hustling and bustling? No. I have a new behavior to learn, don't I? I have to learn how to slow down. I have to learn how to be social with, more social with people, even under COVID. Now that I'm not social with people, but the reason why I say that is because I'm having more intimate one-on-one -on -one conversations versus being aloof. Because that's what I think I would be doing at the cottage. So what will it take for you to get into action? So question yourself right now is what you've been doing working. Okay. How long do you want to live in your current state? If you continue to do nothing differently, what's going to happen? Probably things are going to get worse. 
Because if you're not moving now, for instance, if you're not doing any movement now, it's going to be harder and harder for you to do movement if you continue to gain weight. And then your health problems are going to come into effect. So if you don't do anything differently, what's going to happen in your particular case and scenario? And this one's big. Picture what it will feel like once you have followed through. No matter what it is, we can all picture what it feels like for us to be at that cottage. We're not there yet, but what if the next time we do a workshop together in a year, this workshop, we're at the cottage? Or I am streaming from the cottage and you can see the lake in the back, right? But even right now, we can all feel what that would look like once I follow through on my goals. And there's so many different steps we can take to get there. Habit tracker, mindset, and a reward system. So I just explained my why. I'm not going to go ahead and re-explain that here. You will be getting a copy of this presentation afterwards. So you can reread and catch everything afterwards if you want to. But as I said, I actually have two goals. Um, last year I was working full-time, and that's one of my shifts that happened this year. I, but last year was the first time I ever had time off around the holidays and I wanted to go back and capture that feeling. So I wrote it down and I inserted it in here. But thanks to my healthy habits that I was tracking, I was able to relax. I was ready. I was able to unwind and I was able to be prepared for the holidays, the conversations and the simple pleasures without feeling rushed, that there was so much I had to do and get accomplished. Okay, we're gonna pop right into the action steps. Before we go too far, are there any questions so far? They're all still with me, woohoo! Nobody's asleep, we're all still paying attention. First one, calm the chaos. Start by clearing the clutter. The clutter anywhere and everywhere, car, office, bedroom, drawers, clutter within your credit card bills. So remember how I said that I was going to talk about meals, mindset, movement, and money? Money is a stickler for a lot of things. Limiting beliefs are a stickler for a lot of things. And it could be as simple as taking a look at your credit cards and seeing what's on there that doesn't need to be on there anymore. What are you paying for that you're not using? Or what are you paying for that you meant to use once that has turned into a monthly bill? Or... Could you take that monthly bill of something that you're using and pay annually and save money? The car, the office, it doesn't matter. It can be a drawer. It can be your closet. Start decluttering. When you declutter, you're removing what no longer serves you and you are creating space for what's to come. Don't be afraid through this growth process if you have to declutter your friendships. We are the sum of the five people we hang out with. This is critical. So if you are saying or talking to the same people every day, and it doesn't matter how, work, social media, friends, if there's five people in your life that you connect with the most on a regular basis, you are the sum of thy, those five people. Do those five people have what you want? 
Do they have the lifestyle that you are trying to work towards? Do they have the financial stability or the physique that you're looking at? Do they have the personality or attitude that you want? And if they don't, you might want to start to think of spending more time with other people. Putting yourself in different groups that are going to help you grow and up level. So yes, decluttering might happen with your friendships as well. I can tell you countless, countless people that had to put their friendships aside because they were not being supportive on their weight loss journeys. Because now this person, this client, is all about watching what they eat and getting the right sleep and saying positive thoughts and not going out. I'm not saying they're not balancing their life, but they are so ready for this shift that their current situation doesn't serve them anymore at all. Understand, so this is part number two, or step number two, understand what feeling you're chasing. What is the feeling that you're going to get by accomplishing your goal? So if it's a weight loss goal, how good are you going to feel wearing a size? Single digits. Let's not even say a size. Single digits. How good are you going to feel in single digits? For some, for some people. Like it's going to be different for everybody, but that feeling of being able to choose anything in your closet or going to any store and knowing that you can have whatever you want and watch and see, you won't want it. It's kind of like when there's money in your bank account, you don't want to spend it because you've worked so hard. Okay, but we're going to teach you a little bit about rewards about that today because it's going to make a big difference as well. Big picture. What would you like to be different from a year today? These thoughts should be barely fathomable. So I'll be honest, I'm not working full-time right now. I am working on building my business full-time right now. Do you think it is a big, hairy, audacious goal? And those are somebody else's words, but they're the only words I can think of. My goal is, my goal, if I want a cottage by this time next year, that is barely fathomable without a regular paycheck coming in. I'm not saying I'm not making money, but when you're working for somebody else, you get that coming in regularly, right? So that is ambitious. Is that my goal for next year? Well, it's a goal I'm always working on. There will be other goals for next year as well. The goal needs to be, okay, so do this. Do this exercise. Just reach your arm out. I'm going to kind of go to the side here. Reach your arm out. Wiggle your fingers. I want your goal to be past your fingers. You can't reach it. That's what I want you to think about. You're going to reach for the moon. If you don't get the moon, you're going to land amongst the stars. Your moon. Your stars. Whatever you want them to be. Okay. Take a minute now and identify three goals. What are they? How can you achieve them? And what actions can you take to prove to yourself and the universe that you want this?
Okay. Again, you can circle back and come back to this later, but just to give you an idea, because most of you won't be working on your habit tracker tonight anyways, unless you're writing down some loose ideas. Create a bird's eye view to break your goals down into quarters. So there are four quarters within the year, and we hear this more in the business worlds, but Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4. You can do one of two things. You can break it down evenly per quarter, or you can have some sort of ramp up. Here's the key though, plan out what is reasonable to accomplish each quarter. I said each month on here, but it's each month or each quarter based on other commitments. So work, family, partner, social commitments, financial commitments, personal commitments. Do you have any credentials you need to, to get? And that's going to take time. Or is it a season? So December, for instance, isn't normally the best season for a lot of sales unless you're in retail. Right? Retail's huge. Amazon's huge. Um, it might not be the best time of year for other sales for some people. It's definitely not the best time of year for the fitness industry. But January is. Used to be. It's not so much now because of because of COVID and life, but it definitely used to be because the number one resolution has to do with weight loss. Okay. I'm going to repeat these as you're making notes here, but what is it that you have in your life that might impede you reaching those goals if you just divided those goals up evenly? So work, family, your partner, social, financial, personal, and credentials and season. So maybe you go away for the summer. If you go away for the summer, do you think it's going to be harder to reach those goals? Probably. You might need to make those goals look different for the summer. You might need to make those actions look different. If you want to stay consistent of your goal of working out all summer, but you're going to be away in a different province, maybe, how is that going to look differently for you? I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying how can you be open for it to look differently? Um, credentials. I know I have to do a lot of CECs, continuing education credits, both for the personal training and nutrition and life coaching side of my business. And as well, when I complete my, my financial side as a um, licensed life insurance agent, that's my other goal that I'm working on right now is so I can help people in the four areas, meals, money, moves, movement, and mindset, right? So I know I have credentials. Well, if I'm working on credentials that I need to keep up with every single year, I need to look at my goals differently when this is a necessity. Take time to understand what might get in the way. It's like when I'm working with somebody, uh, working with one of my clients when it comes to nutrition coaching, and we're looking ahead at what's coming up the following week or the following two weeks. Where do we need to prepare? How do we need to readjust our sales? What is the best that we can expect throughout that period? Is the best that we can expect to maintain? Great. Are we prepared for a one or two pound weight gain? Okay. That's not going to impact the big picture, but it will impact the big picture if we're not prepared for it. Right? 
I see a lot of head nods that this totally makes sense. We don't prepare in this area typically. We just write a goal and hope we can get there, typically. Okay, so we're creating a bird's eye view. So we have those three goals. Right now we're kind of creating a bird's eye view based on quarter. We're gonna bring that down into monthly milestones. So you're taking that big goal that's barely phantomable, and you brought those thoughts into a bird's eye view so you know certain months or certain times or maybe your day has cutoffs. Now I'm gonna pick on Susan. She didn't know for the longest time that my day has cutoffs. I have bookends to my day. So she was wondering why I would ignore her <laughs> on the weekends or at night or whatever it was because I didn't say, hey, I have, I have boundaries or I have bookends. And after a while she figured it out and I communicate that with her. But every single night, my phone goes in a different room at like 9, 9, 15. I do not answer it. I do not respond. I do not look at it. If my kids need me, they will call Tony. They're all young adult children in their early 20s. I will not pick up the phone. And that is a boundary that I have set for myself. There's another one every single night at 930. And I want to say 99.9% .9 of the time. If I'm on a call at 8 o'clock or an 8.30 call with a client and it's heavy and it's big, I am not going to rush her or him off the phone, right? But 99% of the time, we're on date night, 9.30, on the couch for one show. That is our time together. And that has become a structure. So I'm not going to work out at 9.30 at night, right? So do you see how even looking at this daily can have an impact? So you're going to list out all of the activities and actions you can take to move the needle closer to your goals. And again, you can do this now, you can do this later, it doesn't matter. But the next step to that exercise is to prioritize on a scale of one to 10 what's important to you for those actions and activities. So as you're waiting that out, I'm just going to share with you, I just shared that I'm going through to become a licensed um, life insurance agent. Here's why. It falls right into the parameter of residual and passive income. Well, residual and passive income will help me at the cottage, right? I'm not exchanging time for money anymore. I'm no longer an active income. Writing books will put me in residual and active income, okay? Taking more time to do the things that are in that category versus completely being an active income where I was with work is a different story. But in order to get my life insurance license, I have to write four certifications and pass with 60% each of them, and then I have to write with provincials. I got one done so far. One. <laughs> my goal originally was to do all four by the end of the year. That's not gonna happen. Not now. I was going to write another one this morning. I was going to go do a mock exam and then possibly do another one because I didn't actually have Hudson all day. His other grandma had him. But why rush it? I got a lot of other things accomplished today. I actually submitted another chapter to a, a book that I said yes to that was also due by the end of this year that I just agreed to last week. So sometimes other things are going to come up. It doesn't change the goal it might change the timeline. And, and, and I'm going to 
pose this question and if somebody could answer that would be great, but how much more relaxed am I going to feel if I give myself a deadline of the end of January now? I could probably still get one more of those certs done by the end of the year and then give myself two weeks to write each of the other certs. Does that seem a little bit more reasonable? It depends when they're offered, right? It depends. No, they're all self, they're all self study. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as you're not constantly putting it off, you have to make sure it's reasonable and you can achieve it, but don't, don't put it too far out that it's just out there. Yep. So two good points. You need to make sure that this, and just because I said this one's online, it doesn't mean other ones aren't online, Lori, right? So, right. and you wouldn't have known that until I told you, but I'm learning brand new topics. I need to get 75% on my mock exam before I can even try to write my certification. So, without adding too much stress and pressure, you're right, Jane, I need to expand it to a point where I'm not going to forget about it, still make it a priority, and still work on it bit by bit. Or I can rush and get it all done and maybe scrape by. But, but how's that going to make me feel? So these are the things I want you to think about. You are the Here's the thing, and a lot of people don't realize this, you are your calendar. If there is something in your calendar that doesn't serve you, if there is something in your calendar that is taking your time, or if you've ever caught yourself saying, I don't have time for that, but you really want to do it, reevaluate your calendar. Because whatever is in your calendar, you have committed to. If it's not one of your goals, and you absolutely don't love it, it should not be in your calendar. Like, uh, and I'm not saying everything in your calendar has to be in your goals. Your friends, your date night, your life should still be in there, right? And if you're working full time, 40 hours a week for somebody else's dream, fine. But that you know now that you might only have five or 10 hours a week, whatever your life looks like to accomplish your goals. And you need to look at it that way. Because you don't necessarily have 40 hours or 60 hours a week to work on your own dreams and goals if you're giving the majority of your time to somebody else. Okay, so you have, in theory, listed some activities or actions you can take to move the needle closer. So now we know with my life insurance exam, I need to do a mock exam first. So I need to learn the information, do a mock exam, write my cert pass the mock at 75, so I might have to write a couple of them, then go from my cert, and I need to do that three more times. So taking the big picture, breaking it down, and then seeing what activities I need to do and what actions I need to do to put myself in the right frame of mind to do that should all be accounted for when it comes to your goals. When it comes to your monthly milestones, everything should be considered. Because if I'm having a bad day, how do you think I'm going to do on that mock exam? I'm not. I'm not even, I'm either not going to do it or I'm not going to do well. And then I'm going to mentally beat myself up for it. Okay. So here 
is where you've got your habit tracker. Now I'm going to pull up mine. This, I have a couple here. I'm just going to unscreen share this for a second so I can see the bigger screen. Okay. Habit tracker. It's a mess. It doesn't matter. Nobody needs to be able to read it but me, but you can see where I took consistent action, where I took action, and where I kind of gapped, where I need attention. Okay. This one I obviously stopped halfway through the month, but that's okay. Um, that's perfectly okay. This is going to happen. Though I'll be honest. We attract what we track. It makes a big difference when you work on a habit tracker. And this is part of this book I'm putting together, which is another goal of mine. It's like a day timer, planner, schedule, bullet journal, all in one. It has these in them. But here are some of the things I have on mine. Now, I had to redo this one because I had realized on my habit tracker that I was using for the longest time, it was all professional. I'm not just a professional person. I'm a human. And the old part of me was all about work. That's the scarcity mindset. That's the hustle and bustle mindset. Those are things that are no longer in my vocabulary. Scarcity and hustle are no longer in my world because they don't fit with that cottage life at all. So why do I want them in, that, in my world? My world has changed because I'm acting as if I already have that. So I'm going to put my glasses on, try to read this upside down and backwards. Okay. So what I did with this one, I actually did, see this word book? I used book as my in-between because writing a book was both personal and professional. And I think you all know this, but I'm not sure. I did write a book this year. Your Story Matters. It became an international bestseller on Amazon. And I did three chapter books plus this book. And now I just submitted that fourth chapter book all this year while working full time. This is what happens when you work on your goals. Okay. So that's on my habit tracker a year ago. This one says August, 2020 that I used for an example. It had the word book on there. Do you really think I would have thought honestly that I would have had a book done and it completed by a year later? A whole book, let alone an international bestseller. No, Susan, I'm seeing you shake your head. No, I would not have thought that. It was a goal. I didn't put a date to this goal. And how much activity did I put on this goal? Not much. What you, what you track, you attract. I looked at the book every day and still took no action. How different would it have been if I wrote 15 a chapter a day, 15 minutes a day, right? So some of the things I put on my habit tracker, and if you want to, you can take a picture of this. Um, it doesn't matter, but I can always go over this with you. For every professional one I did, I did a personal goal. Newsletter, workout. They didn't have to match. I just wouldn't give myself all professional. So newsletter, workout. Workshop updates, because I love doing workshops. I love doing workshops. Journal. When it came to journaling, I was learning my trend. Not so much on this one, but on a different one, I wouldn't journal on the weekends. 
right? I was learning my trend was five days and then two days off, five days, two days off. So wellness quiz, affirmations. Quoting clients, reading something. We're going to come back to reading in a minute. Looking at my business money, looking at my personal money. Following up with clients, tracking my macros for my weight. Uh, Zaya, doTERRA, and website updates. Those are uh, Zaya and doTERRA at the time were the only two network marketing. I am actually with three now. But instead here, I wrote water, water bottle, extra money on credit cards because I was working on becoming debt-free, and personal development. Those were what I could come up with with personal goals and professional goals, habits each day that would help me move the needle closer and closer to my goals. Okay? Does that make sense? Yours is going to look different than mine. Do you have a question, Lori? Yes. Where do we put the habit? Like, what habit are we, like, where are we tracking the habit? This is the habit. These are the habits. Okay. So they're not the goal. No, no. The habits are not the goals. The habits are the action that make up the goals. Okay. Okay. So... Remember how I wrote reading yep. down as a goal? And I said we would come back to that. You can't quite see it. Well, you can kind of. Okay. On my wall right here is my book list. What you can't see is up here in this corner. It says my goal was to read 24 books in 2022. 2021, sorry. I read 25. Okay. Okay. In order to read 25 books, that had to become a priority for me, right? In order to reach 24 books, that had to become a priority. So does that mean 15 minutes at night, 15 minutes in the morning, whatever it looks like? So remember how we went back a few minutes ago and we talked about writing down. I wrote it down here. Oh, right here. And I'll come back to this. List out the activities and actions you can take to help you move the needle closer to your goals. And then to prioritize them on a scale of 1 to 10. Those are the things that are going to go on your habit tracker. Everybody with me so far? Lori? Okay. Okay, perfect. I didn't see you nod. I just wanted to make sure. Um, I do have a book list for everybody. If you want a copy of it, just let me know. It is a handy way of writing down whatever books get recommended to you. If you like to read, if you can make it a movie list, if you want to watch movies, whatever your goal is, and then color them in once you accomplish them. Okay. It's, and it's fun because when you're coloring, you're bringing in that creativity piece. There is something else. Oh, I know where it is that I wanted to show you about goal setting. And this is another sheet that is really cool. And you can do this. Can you see this clearly? Okay. Okay. So on the goal setting sheet, this one is challenging you to do different things. Become, create, 
pursue, finish, learn, read, attend. I can also provide these sheets and I can put, put them in as a download that you can get. And I recommend that you do this monthly to help you get towards your goals. But you're thinking differently. Maybe you need to attend a meetup or a new virtual group in order to connect with the person that you need to bring you to the next level of your goal. Okay. Help somebody, give something, allow, say more. Like it's just helping you think differently. We're gonna go back to the screen share. So I can put this all together for you and help it make sense. So you're prioritizing the activities and the actions on a scale from one to 10. Those things are gonna go on your habit tracker. Some of these things are non-negotiable. So every day now, I do my affirmations. Every day I do my journaling. Every day I do gratitudes and reflections. And it doesn't matter to me what goal I'm working on. Those are now non-negotiables because those are going to help my frame of mind be settled and calm. You're going to find what works for you. So you are going to create your habit tracker based on those activities and actions that are going to bring you closer to your goals. Whether it's decluttering something. Um, maybe it's decluttering your office so you can make room for the new books that you want to read. Maybe it's grabbing a brand new journal so you can journal this experience. So you can declutter your mind of what it's going to be like. And I do recommend an annual, a journal that you use for New Year's resolutions and for resolutions and goal setting. So you can always go back and see what you've accomplished. Priority when it comes to coming up with your habit tracker, and this is where I'm willing to help with, with everybody, but your priority will be based on your goals, your why, and your motivational factor. So I had water on my habit tracker. Like I had water bottles on here. Losing weight means drinking water. Well, drinking water is harder in the winter and the colder season. We don't normally drink nearly enough water in this time of year. Most of us don't whatsoever. So maybe you need to write water three times so you know that you're drinking at least three water bottles for the first month until it's under control. We are gonna customize these per person. We're not gonna do per person now, but this is where I'm offering the one-on-one -on -one coaching is to help everybody customize their habit trackers based on their goals. Now, we are taking these month, these big goals, we're turning them into daily habits and these daily habits will be based on your monthly milestones. Where do you want to get to that month? Remember, we took that big goal and we decided what it looks like quarterly. And now we decided what the activities and actions look like monthly. Okay. So now every time you do something daily on those activities or actions that are going to help you move the needle, you color it in. Here's the key. You need to reward your habits. So when we're potty training kids, we reward their behavior. Every when they figure out how to be potty trained, they get something. And normally the biggest reward is they get to wear no more diapers. 
right? What, but we don't reward ourselves as adults. Now, Weight Watchers does for sure. They're the only one I, they're the only company I know of that would actually give full grown adult stickers for reaching a goal or for accomplishing a weight loss. What are you going to give yourself for a goal for reaching certain landmarks? And the first landmark I want you to think about is seven days. So what's your seven day reward? And you don't need to tell me, just write down some ideas. I'm gonna share some ideas with you. What is your reward for 14 days? What is your reward for 21 days, 28 days, whichever? 60 days and then 90 days. These rewards are going to help you push through on the hard days. You need to make yourself a promise as well. You cannot quit on a hard day. You cannot quit on your goals on a hard day. It's easy to quit on a hard day. You have quit on a hard day before, and that's why you're here today, or you've got new goals, whichever, or you're just ready now, whichever. So there, there, there are different rewards. You could maybe make your very first reward for showing up, for doing the homework, and for booking a call with me the next call. Maybe your very first reward will be a new journal. So you can track everything that we talked about today. You can track everything that's going on in 2022, and maybe you fold this up, put it in half, and put it in your dollar store. It has great journals, guys, I'm just saying. But you can fold this page up in one of these dollar stores, and you're looking at it every day. Every day when you're journaling, you're looking at your habit tracker. Okay. That might be your first goal. It might cost you, well, this one was $350. So it might cost you less than four bucks for your very first goal. That's an idea. Okay. Maybe I know one of my goals. I know one of my rewards is it's a coffee cup. <laughs> I had a coffee cup sitting on my desk for three weeks when last, last June, three weeks in a box that I had bought because I hadn't earned it yet. I had a goal to get so many people to fill out my wellness quiz and I worked on it and worked on it and worked on it until I got 500 people. That's when I was able to open up the coffee cup. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, but you know how much the coffee cups mean to me. So that's an easy, no, it can vary. It can vary. I've spent $30 on a coffee cup, if you can believe it but I've also spent $3 on a coffee cup. So you can make this budget whatever you want, but go back to the analogy of a toddler learning how to potty train. If you're not rewarding your accomplishments, who is? Honestly, you owe it to yourself to be proud of what you're doing. I don't care if they're small efforts, you owe it to yourself. Because the smaller the effort that you take, the more you're going to get in that right direction. There's another thing I like you to encourage. Um, I like to encourage you to do. And I'm going to say it now in case it doesn't come up. Remember how I said in the past 
that there was a trend with my journaling. Actually, it's not really on that one, but I wouldn't journal on the Monday to Friday, but I wouldn't journal on the weekends. Okay. If you're noticing a pattern, but you feel good when you do the activity, but for some reason you're just not doing the work, switch it up. So here's what I've done. My journal now, which is why I don't have it here, is actually where I sit in the living room. Remember how I said date nights at 930? Well, it takes me five to 10 minutes to write in my journal before we start Netflix. If Tony's steeping his tea, if he's getting changed for the couch, I will sit there and journal five or 10 minutes about my day. Wouldn't that be a great time to update your habit tracker at the same time? Now I am going at a date night with nothing on my mind but gratitude. I am getting a good peaceful night's sleep and I'm being more consistent because I'm being proactive. So I'm going to encourage you when we're working on this, whatever goes on your habit tracker stays on for at least three months. Hmm. Okay. It's important enough to go on there. We don't take it off. We just see what's working without judgment. because these matter to you. And maybe you'll learn that this is an ambitious goal or it needs to be broken down. I was speaking with a client today and she actually said to me, there's things she wants to do. And I asked how I can help keep her accountable. And she's like, just send me a message and remind me to show you what I've done. Cause her list was huge. And she's not expecting to do it all by any means, but she wants to see what she can do on the day she assigned to do that list. She wants to see how it's going to work for her. So she's planning on doing her finances on Friday, just to give you a little bit more depth. And on her list, there's like six different things she wants to target on the financial, on her financial day that she's looking at her budget and, and her, and her, that she's dedicated for her finances and to work on these items that have to do with money. Nobody else can do this, but her, she, nobody else can look at her bank account, but her can look at the credit cards, but her, but she wants to see what actions she can take. So she's not taking that off her habit tracker, but we're switching it up and having it look different. She won't get everything done, but maybe she'll work on the right things that'll move the needle. My favorite quote that I came up with, a CEO knows where her money goes and we <laughs> are the CEO of our lives. We do, we are. And you know, many times I, for those that don't know, I was actually working um, for a hearing aid company when I was working full time. So I got to see firsthand what it's like as we age and when we lose our spouses and we can't hear and the ailments that come up and the financial roadblocks that happen with our, and that have a big impact on our mental health. So many people don't know where their money goes or what they can and can't afford. They just have no clue. They let their partner take care of it or they keep their head in the sand or we don't know. They just don't have a clue. And there might come a time one day where you need to be in charge of, of your money and you don't know where to start. Or maybe you're not liking the way it looks in your life right now. Maybe you want to be able to spend what you want whenever you want, as long as you're making the money and then you're paying your, your bills. Everybody's going to be different. But the biggest thing is you're going to learn to reward your habits. Some of my favorite rewards, a candle. So I've actually learned that I like clear 
candles in the office while I'm working. Doesn't matter what smell, but I like them to be clear because I like to watch the flame. Ha, cottage. Ha, I wonder why. <laughs> but I can't focus if I don't have a flame on for some reason. Um, essential oils. When I'm doing my gratitudes and my reflections in the morning, I'm always putting an essential oil on. So yes, essential oils to help me get through my day would be a reward for me. A charm for my charm bracelet would be a reward if I hit a big landmark. There can be throw cushions or blankets or a new sweater or a new pair of workout wear. Be creative here. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. A reward can be a weekend guilt-free off your goals and just living in the metaphysical part of your life, which means letting life catch up with you and just enjoying it guilt-free. It can look different and it doesn't have to have a price tag attached to it. And another thing that we need to do is get in a community. Remember how I said that we're the sum of the five people that we connect with the most? The one thing that you know right now is every single person on this call has dreams and goals and ambitious, ambition. So we would be the best people to bring each other up and to check in and to be accountable. Keep that in mind. Join the community. If you're already not in Celebrate Everything, pop into there. And um, a lot of people will support you on your goals and your journeys. We will ask about that along the way. On your habit tracker, two more bonuses I want to check in. If you like the new activity that you're doing, put a smiley face beside it. It's that simple. And if you know how long the activity takes, I just shared with you how journaling now takes five to 10 minutes. I can budget five to 10 minutes at night most nights, no problem. So once you learn how long something takes, it becomes fluid in your routine. Most of my life coaching clients now are on autopilot when it comes to their affirmations, their reflections, their gratitudes, because of when they do them during the day, doing their affirmations while they're getting ready or while they're in the car driving to work. But now they're going to work with a different mindset and they're just listening to something while they're already sitting in a car. So it can look different. But remember, you are creating your calendar. This habit tracker is going to somehow become your calendar. Maybe not physically, but subconsciously because you wanna check off those boxes. And I did make a note on here. I don't know if anybody noticed it, but all of my habit trackers are colored in a color. And I highly, I did put this in your color, your habit tracker in. Use a color. Color is creativity. Creativity is actually our second chakra, which, and I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to geek out and, and dive too deep into this here, but we got the root chakra and then we have our um, soul, sacral chakra and then we have our solar plex. Solar plex is right in the midsection area but sacral is under the belly button and that is the one that brings out creativity and creativity is going to help you accomplish everything that you want to accomplish in life because without creativity you're going to be going through and doing exactly what you've been doing the exact same way. So let that color shine through in different areas of your life. 
the clothes that you wear, the way you do your makeup, the way you do your hair, when you're listening to different music or you're suddenly feeling the urge to dance, or it can be as simple as using color on your habit tracker. I've had some clients before that would just check mark or use a pen or pencil and I actually recommended try color, see what it does. Especially as women, now we don't have any men on, on the show tonight or on the show, on the workshop tonight, but <laughs> woo, on the show, but um, men would benefit from coloring as well. But as little girls, we colored a little bit more than little boys did, right? We did. Um, now I say that and Hudson can spend all day sitting there coloring all day long. So men and boys do color. They're just not encouraged as much as we are to do that. But color brings so much to your life. And it's interesting and impressive how it changes other areas of your life. All right, we're heading into the final section here. Five steps, well not 10, five steps to build healthier habits. So in order to build new habits, you're gonna to have to create new habits. So in order to reach your goals, sorry, you're gonna to have to create new habits. And if it was as easily said as done, you know, you'd already be where you are right now. It's not that easy. So it's always easy to stick to a new routine for a day or two, but lasting results need to become a part of your life. So here are five ways to make sure that you can stick this out in the long term. Understand your current goals. Are you even aware of what you're doing, why you're doing things, how you're accomplishing what you're accomplishing every day in your life right now? So, for instance, and I put eating down here, but beginning to see the patterns around your eating is absolutely critical before you can change them, right? And the eating is one, but the same thing you could use for spending. Learning your habits around spending is critical so you can make those changes. Start small. Here's where I want you guys to focus. Take an honest look at your lifestyle and identify one small, meaningful area of change. This isn't a race. You don't need to get everything done all at once because then you're going to be struggling for new goals. <laughs> because what's next, right? Um, and there is so much. This is a great big world to explore. And whether we are cooped up at home or not, this is still a great big, huge world to explore. And things can look different. Start small so you don't get discouraged. Yeah, Lori, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, Sonia, for interrupting. My, my, we can start small, and, and I like the idea of starting small. But, okay, for example, I, we think a strike is going to happen where I work. Okay. So that kind of puts a, a road bump into the financial goals. Mm -hmm. Now, is it because this could actually happen, is it better to start big so there's a bit of a nest egg and then slow down? Or do you start small and hope you get to that nest egg? No, and, and that's, you know, that would be a great conversation to have. So there's two ways to think of this. 
if you are financially stable enough to build that nest egg, build that nest egg. But for somebody that may or may not be in that same story, right, they actually might have to get another job. Okay. And to get another job is where we would want to think differently because of the times, the changing times that we're in. Does it make mm -hmm. sense to go to work or to work for yourself? What could it look like? And this is where it would be a completely different conversation. So in your case, yeah, maybe build that nest egg if you can. Of course, get that comfort, get that security checked off your list. Okay. Because that's huge. What, okay, so remember how I said there's, and, and don't mean to geek out on this, I, chakras I could talk about forever, but your root chakra, which is your base chakra, it actually has everything to do with security and safety and stability. So if you are not safe, if you are financially really worried and you're in that scarcity mindset, nothing else is going to work. Exactly. Okay. Right. So in, in that Indeed. case, I would say if the resources are available, build that nest egg, put it away. And while you're not working or on your way where you know it's not going to happen, think about how you can change the narrative so this doesn't happen again. Because we're no longer in an environment where one source of income does the trick. Okay. Exactly. And it might be, I don't care. I've said this before. I've got three different network marketing companies. It could be that because you're buying stuff anyways, you might as well save money. It could be helping somebody else do something else. It could look different. It could be taking that downtime to work on your next level. So you make more money. It's going to be different for everybody. I just lost Lori there, but I hope that makes sense. Does that make sense to everybody else? Okay. And this is yes, where the it makes sense. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect, Lori. Okay, so focus on one thing at a time. Now, again, those that know me well, I don't do one thing at a time very well at all. I I'm too scattered brain, I'm too excited, and I'm way too passionate to do one thing at a time. So this is where sometimes I get too much on my plate and it's like, now what? Okay. So when you're ready to change your life, you want to change it all right away. And some people can go big right away and they know they're going to fall down a little bit of a pit trying to survive it all. And then they're going to surpass anything that gets in their way. Some people are not like that. So Totally, my MO is to do a lot of things at once and just shake this world up. <laughs> That's just me. Um, but you're going to be far more successful if you do one thing at a time. Now, some things are interconnected. Typically, and here's where I'm going to draw some parallels, not everybody, so I don't want you to think this is you necessarily, but typically the majority of my clients that I work with or have worked with in the past if they are, um, if there's weight issues, if they're looking to lose weight, they're also looking to improve their finances. Okay, because what we do in one part of our life, we do in all parts of our life subconsciously. So we might be looking at changing one area of our life, perhaps, but we're going to have an indirect impact on all other areas of our life. And we said this earlier, when it comes to losing weight, you're gonna get more confidence. Well, that confidence is going to impact your relationships. 
It's gonna impact your decision-making skills. It's gonna impact the way you dress. It's gonna impact how you get up and go versus thinking about things. It's going to have a major ripple effect in a positive way. But most of us will claim to be multiple, wonderful multitaskers. But you're gonna get so much better results if you can focus on one thing at a time. Master that one change. So with your habit tracker, don't try to be perfect at everything all the time. Just find out what your pattern is. That's okay. I sit here and showed you both two different, or showed you all two different habit trackers. Neither one of them were perfect. That's not my intention. I'm not sitting here saying, I do a perfect job of coloring in every single day. <laughs> That's not the case. I am finding which areas of improvement I can make some tweaks in my life. Now, I know I've come leaps and bounds when some of my vocabulary has changed and my wardrobe has changed and my life has completely changed to closer to that cottage life, even probably Susan from a year ago or Jane from years ago, right? So it's a different mindset and this is what happens. Practice makes progress. Once you've identified the small singular habit that you're going to work on to incorporate, so your first habit could be tracking your habit tracker every day. Okay, tracking to see where you're at without judgment. This is key. When you are looking at your habit tracker, pretend you are looking at somebody else's habit tracker. There is no judgment here. I will not judge you. You will not judge you. There's no labels. There's no guilty feelings. This is simply looking at what was or wasn't able to be accomplished today. Simple as that. Because you're going to come across roadblocks. When you do, embrace it as an opportunity to practice. Remember how we said if you give yourself if you promise yourself not to give up when life gets hard, consider these roadblocks practice for when life gets hard. You might pause, but you're going to need to get back on. You may not be ready, but take whatever action you can towards that habit tracker to get yourself going again. But you don't get that reward if you don't do the work. I'm just saying. If you bought it, you don't get it. You just have to sit there and stare at it until you reach those rewards. Um, when your day gets crazy and you feel like there's no more time, there's no more room, don't stress. Come back to it tomorrow. You can always respond with excitement because your life is giving you an opportunity to demonstrate that when you're willing to put in the work, you're going to find a way to reach your goals. Prove to yourself that when things get crazy, you still make time for this healthy new habit. Everything is easy when it's easy. It's not so easy when it's hard. What the habit tracker is gonna teach us is consistency and taking small steps every day towards our goals. Small steps. And for instance, if you're looking for a weight loss goal and one of your goals within that weight loss goal is to move more, and maybe your goal is to move five days a week, well, moving can be different every day, right? It can be two days on the bike. It can be two days at class. It could be walks for two days. That's movement. 
six days a week, right? Or six different times a week right there. It can be different. But we need to be consistent. It's going to take practice, constant practice. It's going to take commitment. It's going to be moments of frustration, but that's okay. Hold yourself to a high standard. Do you remember at the very, very beginning when we first started and we talked about integrity and showing up and doing what you said you were going to do for you? You're going to be your greatest ally and your greatest enemy. We can be very effective excuse makers when it comes to things we want for ourselves. But commit to holding yourself to a high standard. You want this change. And we haven't circled back and asked everybody their why, but I will be during our one-on-one -on -one consults. If, if you go ahead and if you haven't booked that appointment yet, definitely um, I'm open to whenever you're ready. We can do something in the new year or over the holidays. Um, just to help you get your habit tracker set up efficiently because you're going to be holding yourself up to a new standard. That big why, that feeling that you want. This new standard is gonna create the potential that you don't even know that you have yet. You're not gonna give up and you're not gonna give in. You're just gonna pause when you need to pause. You're gonna push yourself to the point where you're just a little uncomfortable. Reading 25 books was just a little uncomfortable on top of everything else I did this year, okay? But I feel so proud that I did it. And can you imagine all of that knowledge in here now that I get to share? Like, I can spur stuff off that I don't even think about anymore. Like, it's cool. I didn't believe, I didn't realize until this year how much I love learning. Honestly. I knew how much I loved physical exercise, but I didn't realize how much I really love to learn. You are going to surprise yourself with these goals, with these new habits. Maybe one of your new habits is to do more fitness classes, or maybe it's to eat greens with every single meal. It's going to look different for everybody, and that's okay, because your goals are going to be different. You don't have to be perfect, but you do have to be consistent. So one broccoli instead of a plate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was just seeing who was paying attention. <laughs> okay, but speaking of consistency, one of my favorite snacks in the morning is a smoothie that I make with the Arbonne protein powder. And literally I put a big handful. So it's almost two cups of raw spinach in there. And the vitamin K makes my energy soar. Well, why wouldn't I be having that every single day? That's a lack of consistency. Now, 90% of the time, that's exactly what I have. But it should be a daily because I like it that much and I feel that good. We are chasing this feel-good feeling that we haven't felt in a long time. Most of us don't know what it feels like. All right. I promise it's not going to be too late, but there's just a little bit more that we're going to go over here. Okay. What are you going to do when life has other plans? Practice the 80-20 rule. 80% 80 of the time, you are on track. If your habit tracker is good 80% of the time and the other 20% it's empty, perfect. Life isn't about perfection. And it doesn't matter how you're working with me or in what element, which type of coaching, 
there is never a hundred percent that I expect. I expect you to show up and do your best today, but your best could be 80% or 60%. Okay, it's the 80-20 rule. Keep that in mind. 80% of the time you might be on track, 20% you might not be. But if nutrition and weight loss or exercise is part of your goals, part of your big picture, one thing I want you to think about is if you take the weekends off, that is actually 25%, which makes the work week 75%. So a full weekend is not going to help you get to your goals if you take your weekend off. So you need to adjust your sales there. Whether you take Friday night off, but all day Sunday you're good. Like if you take Friday night off and Saturday and just eat whatever and realize where your choices have changed and what you gravitate towards, because your taste buds and everything is going to change. But a full weekend off is not 80-20. It's 25-75, and that's not going to help you. You want to be as close to 80-20 as you can be. So the best way, the best way we talked about this to stay accountable is the, the social media community, uh, community celebrate everything. If you're not in that Facebook group, pop in because in that group, you're going to find like-minded supportive friends, people to cheer you along, people that are going to ask you about your reward system. And you're going to get different ideas in there from different people, different inspiration. Another key is an accountability partner. Um, adding like a coach to your tracking system. And again, social media, but in a different way, declaring your intentions, following through daily, insisting on encouragement or feedback to help you stay on track, whether it's through an accountability partner, a coach, a friend, somebody that's been there or that you're comfortable sharing your journey with. Um, now, when I say declaring your intentions, the whole world knows I want this cottage. They're going to be asking me one day. <laughs> you know, it's no longer a big secret. I even said to my mom yesterday, wouldn't it be cool if next year we're having Christmas at the cottage? I am declaring my intentions to the world. That's bold. You don't have to do that. But the more people that know, the more people that will support you. If you are looking for any kind of nutrition support, I have the Kickstart um, macro plan, which is fantastic. And I did talk about this. I did send an email out today that talks about a really, um, it is the Kickstart macro plan. And there are a couple of other plans that you could do to get a head start for 2022 goals if weight loss is one of them. Um, it's 24 pounds is the expected goal weight loss by the end of March. So it's definitely a really good plan um, with, there's two different options. There's a mastermind group, or you can do it completely DIY. But I've heard something about this. And this is my favorite, one of my favorite quotes. And I heard this from a friend of mine. Never DIY your greatest investment. We don't DIY our taxes, do we? We don't normally DIY getting our eyes fixed or getting a massage. We don't do those things ourselves. We go to the expert. 
why would you DIY your own weight loss journey or your own goal setting when this is your life that you are in charge of? And then I do offer a bunch of challenges. I know why. This is my old workshop that I'm looking at. Hmm. Anyways, that's why everything's changed. Okay, because I had changed this. So I do have 30 days to healthy eating, 12 challenges offered. I have a six-week weight loss challenge. Um, four will be offered throughout the year and accountability to keep you going on track. So when you're ready to make a commitment, know that you've got two choices. You can stick to your current mindset, implement everything that you've learned today, do what you've been doing, and see what happens. You may or may not have the same struggles and outcomes from a year ago. You may have something different. You may have learned enough today to be able to apply everything yourself. But when the time comes, that's when you're going to want to look into option B, invest in yourself and make the changes congruent with your healthy goals so you can live a healthy lifestyle, whatever that looks like to you. Whether it's one-on-one -on -one sessions, whether it's group sessions, Whatever it looks like, I am here to support you on your journey. Now, somehow tonight I talked a little bit longer than the other night, but I think it was more interactive. What questions does anybody have for me before we end the night? Sonia, will you help us um, with our activities? If the professional and the personal don't match like 10 for 10. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. No problem. I, and again, we can do that individually, yeah. um, which will give you plenty of time to think about. I do. And just on that note, Lori, I'm glad that you brought that up because our life isn't one or the other. We have a professional life so we can have a personal life. Mm-hmm. I would really like there to see a blend of both or just per like, I would like to see a blend of both on there somehow. Yeah. And what if we're addicted to work, but okay. our personal activities are a lot larger than our professional. So if they're large, break them down. Okay, I'm not asking the question properly. I'm sorry. No. Let me try this again. If you're a workaholic, right? Mm -hmm. Addicted to work yeah. and uh, your activities for your professional growth or development aren't many because you're always doing that work. Right. But your list of personal activities is very long. Mm -hmm. because you're trying to build more time for that. Yeah. I, how do you balance them? So we could, in your case, we could leave work alone and just work on the personal side and see what can be done. Because remember, the first three months, we're just going to mm -hmm. see what's reasonable in your life. But remember that 40 hours or 80 hours, whatever, because you're going, if you're at, as a workaholic, you are working somewhere between 45 and 65 upwards hours a week. You just don't shut off. I've been there. I get it. I can speak to that. No problem. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to find that balance. 
So eventually this is going to come down so this can come up. <laughs> she doesn't like the cat. <laughs> I was going to say, even the dog agrees. Hey, yeah, yeah. So it's but, a great idea. <laughs> but right now, and we don't, here's the thing. We don't know how it's going to happen. We have no idea what's going to change the course of those directions. I didn't expect, and, and I don't mind sharing this, I didn't expect, so for those I didn't know, in October, my mom and my oldest daughter were in two separate car accidents on the exact same day, and now we're apart. And the police officer was the same attendee at both. And this was, right, like all of these coincidences, but this was after a very hard week to begin with. I ended up going on stress leave from work. I was supposed to go back maybe three weeks ago. They made me redundant. I didn't know how I was going to have this time in my life. But if you think about it, this is the time that I need to create my calendar, both in the physical everyday sense and in the metaphysical sense. And I know we're not talking too much about the, the metaphysical but that's the space to pause. That's the space to meditate and to garden and to enjoy life. It's not just doing all the work. It's waiting for, it's enjoying the fruits of your labor. I didn't know that this was going to happen. I now have an opportunity to create my calendar the way I want to. I may not have that day-to-day -day set exactly the way it was and yes we can sit here and have a conversation well they probably shouldn't have done this and they shouldn't have done that but it doesn't matter it wasn't necessarily work that did it it was i am given an answer to a problem i had about working too much i was working 40 hours a, a week i was doing coaching calls before sometimes during my lunch and then after after work this was a solution to a problem i didn't know i had Susan's nodding her head because she's witnessed my journey this year quite a bit. Um, we don't know how, but when we want something bad enough, it is going to show up. So we don't know the impacts yet of you changing the balance of your life, Lori, but we know that something is going to change when we start taking action in this area. And without that change, you're going to continue to be a workaholic. And if you're happy with that lifestyle, you wouldn't be here today. You might like the majority of it because it's what you know when it's comfortable. But there are other things that you are itching at the bit to do. Yeah, the love of the work is more the intrinsic rewards that come from it. So talking about the metaphysics it puts you in a different headspace mm -hmm. and gives you that energy right yes. to do more because it's so rewarding yes um it's just there's probably and that might more not need to life and Pardon? i need to explore that right there's probably but, more to life and i was going to say that part might not change but your downtime might change where it becomes more fulfilling where you're getting it in different areas. Yeah. Or it's leading to more. 
where you're getting that same fulfillment. But I know that fulfillment that you're talking about because you saw my passion come out tonight. It comes out on my podcast. It comes out whenever I'm in a group of people. Like I shine and I want to be doing this all of the time. So I understand what you're feeling. But you, if you're open to it looking different, you have no idea how it's going to show up. And that's my point. Did Jane, did you or Susan have anything that you wanted to go over before we close out for the night? Oh, no. you're on mute. Okay. Yeah, no, no, this has been great. Um, I've already made a whole list of things. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to get started and uh, it's been great. So it's a good, good kickstart. Good, good. And then again, um, free, the next call is free to go over it to help you prioritize and put down on your habit tracker there's nothing worse than putting something on your habit tracker and then feeling overwhelmed that you're not doing it but if you promise yourself no judgment and that this is the first three months is just an experiment to see what works but i promise you if you continue to use your habit tracker you will see results in your life you have no choice because consistent action is what leads to results right yeah that's great awesome susan thank you no, I don't have anything. I've made some notes and I, I have some new changes I want to do. So, yeah. And I mean, Susan, I'm proud of your progress this year. I know you weren't really a reader and then that was one of your goals and you had read some books and yeah, it doesn't have to be big guys for the thing is most people don't even follow up with what they say they're going to do past January. Yeah. Yeah. And Susan, again, I'm really proud that you stayed. I didn't think you were going to stay very long, but. Yeah, no, things changed. So I was able to stay on. So <laughs> it worked that, out. And that's perfect. And that's what this is going to teach you is sometimes life happens. Sometimes things change. And we've seen this all. All of us have seen this over the last couple of years, how drastically life can change. But you're going to learn to handle those changes completely differently because you're going to see it as happening for you. Yeah, am I upset that I'm no longer working? No. Was I? Maybe for a day because I was shocked because I wasn't ready to go back anyways. And I had said that to my doctor, but he was on the same wavelength and on the same wavelength. And so I faced, faced it, tried to go back, and, and I was one of five people that were made redundant. So we're still going to have those low moments, but we're going to bounce back up so much more quickly because we're going to realize that We've manifested this. We have asked for this. It's just showing up in an unexpected form. Ladies, thank you. Um, I am going to use this as my podcast. So no one's going to really know who you are except for your Susan and, and Lori. They're not going to see your faces on the podcast. Um, but you'll be able to catch it again. And probably tomorrow, worst case scenario, Wednesday, I'll be sending out the recording. I do have my little guy tomorrow. So I block out most things on Tuesdays. Um, but if you have any questions and don't forget to book your, your call, um, you all know how to reach me. We can just set something up in the calendar and help you get this all set up. So you're starting your year off with panache. Yeah. Good. Yes. Awesome. Thank Lori, you, Sonia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been beaming all night. All of you have been. <laughs> Thank Good. you. And yes. Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes. Thank you. Thank Have you. a good Bye. night. Bye. Bye. Bye.